Welcome to the Unpacking It podcast with Bryce Johnson. It's a show that unpacks sports, faith, and life with intriguing guests from the sports and entertainment world. Enjoy inspiring conversations and thought-provoking interviews. You'll hear stories from people that will inspire, challenge, and encourage you. Now, from the Unpacking It studios in Charlotte, North Carolina, uniting sports fans everywhere, here is Bryce Johnson. And joining us now is the head football coach at Arizona State, Herm Edwards. In his first season with the team, they went 7-6 and six and went to a bowl game. From 2009 to 2017, he was an analyst for ESPN. He also played cornerback for 10 seasons in the NFL from 1977 to 1986 with the Eagles, Rams, and Falcons. He's also the former head coach of the Jets and the Chiefs. Most importantly, he's a husband, a father, and a man of faith. Coach, thanks so much for joining us. How are you? I'm doing well. Great to be on your show. All right. Well, well can't wait to talk about your, your story, but, but I, I just want to start with the NFL draft. It just took place. And, and so what's your perspective on it now that you're a college coach watching all the festivities? Well, it, it, it's never really changed for me. It's, it's a great opportunity, um, regardless. A lot of these young men's dreams and, and aspirations is to, is to be part of the National Football League. So now they get an opportunity. And, and that's what the National Football League is about. It's about opportunity. And I think the thing they'll realize um, very quickly, pro football is not a hobby. Mm. Not a hobby. It's your profession. And uh, every day is a competitive environment. And that's the one thing they'll learn. No question about it. So we're talking with Coach Herm Edwards, and, and so you're heading into your, your second season at Arizona State. So how are you feeling this time around compared to this time last year? Well, you know, coming in last year, there was so much to be said about the hiring. Uh, and what I was concerned with was not so much myself, but uh, the outside voices uh, capturing our room, in other words, the players as well as the coaches. And the thing that I had to make sure I established right away is uh, my first meeting with all of them. I said, "Look, you're going to have to I'm, you're going to have to let me earn your trust. I want to earn your trust as your head coach." And I said, "Hopefully, you won't let the outside noises influence you." Uh, and luckily, uh, they did not. Uh, they actually listened to the voice in the room, and it was mine. Hmm. And I think uh, through the course of the year, I earned their trust, uh, along with the coaches and the players. And when you reflect on it last year compared to this year and you've gone through it already and a lot of these guys have come back we've kind of established a culture which mm. is very very important and and what would you say that culture is when you set out to to take over this program to, to build the program what did you want this culture to be well we wanted it to be a, a very a complete process of a student athlete mm. of a student athlete that was very the experience of being a student athlete. I think is very important because you only get one time in your life to do this. That's right. And I'm talking about the whole experience, not just the football part of it, uh, because then you're cutting them short. Mm. You know, they're a student. They, they sign. They sign actually a scholarship as a student athlete. <laughs> it doesn't just say athlete. <laughs> that's right. Not like in pro football, and you want them to gain the whole experience. And I think that's part of it. Uh, and then from there. Our deal around here is, is real simple. It's um, We have a certain standard of what we try to live by, and it starts with me. It's We want to be on time for everything. Mm. And this is big, biblical now. Words and actions, do they match up? Mm. It's on the back of everyone's shirt as they work out. Do your words and actions match up every day? And then the last one is compete. 
If you do those three things and you do them consistently, and that's part of your DNA, I believe that you have a chance to be successful in life. It's strong. And, and really that, that saying, do, do the words and actions uh, live up to each other, uh, that, that's relevant to all of us and anybody listening today. So what does that mean to you and, and how do you demonstrate that yourself and, and how do you get that to be ingrained into the, the culture and, and into your team? Well, it's, it's when you're the man you know, that's leading, let's say, the, the, the band, um, it starts with you, mm. with everything you do and say. It has to match up. It really does. It's, it's called integrity. Uh, that's right. And, you know, eventually what we do in the dark comes to the light. Mm. And every time you stand and I stand before these young men, I have to make sure that what comes out of my mouth, my actions match it up. And it's very consistent. You know, people want consistency. Mm. You know, I think when you sit in a leadership role, I think the most powerful message you can send anyone is you give them the message of hope. It's a powerful word, hope. Mm. It gives you energy. It gives you a vision. It gives you an understanding that we have a chance. And, uh, you know, life is about that, chances and opportunities. That's good. Coach Herm Edwards, our guest right now on Unpacking It, head football coach at Arizona State. And, and so let, let's go into the, the decision-making process for you where, when you took over the, this job at Arizona State, of course, leaving ESPN. Uh, what role did your faith play into ultimately deciding to get back into coaching and, and what was kind of just the, the, the mindset and process like for you? Well, I've always tried to live, you live my life by, by faith, not by sight. And um, you're always pulled in different directions, um, emotionally sometimes. And, and I took the emotion out of it. It was really, it was just, it was a perfect situation for me. I've had other opportunities to come back. It was never the right fit. Mm. But visiting with the AD and uh, the president of the university, it, it was, it was in to my best interest when I sat down and listened to these men talk about what they were trying to do and um, the culture they were trying to build here was exciting to me. And I missed it, to be quite honest. I miss being a part of young people's lives. Mm. Um, you know, it, it, it's a wonderful thing when you can, when you go back in your history as a coach, and this has happened to me numerous times, uh, where players uh, at the pro level, as well as the college level, I was in college for three years, they come back to you and they say, Coach, you don't, what, you don't understand how much you meant to us as a man and the things you taught us. So you, you, you miss that. You, you miss being around it. Um, you miss the, uh, the everyday inner works of coaches and players. And this is all you've ever done. Mm. You know, my life was, was very fortunate. I was a pretty good athlete and, and gained a scholarship and played football and uh, went into the National Football League. And lo and behold, 30 years later, <laughs> you know, <laughs> That's all I've ever done. And then they asked me to come on television and talk about football, put makeup on and talk about football. I said, I can do that too. And so I've, I tell people all the time, I've never had a job. I've been on recess my whole life. Uh, <laughs> I, I love it. Well, but, but you take the, the impact very seriously as far as you know, what you can do in the lives of these, these student athletes. Oh. And, and so for you, uh, you know, uniquely designed, it, what do you feel like? you bring to the table or you bring to these guys lives like what are some of the just the common things where you feel like that that, that's the value that you coach herm edwards brings to an individual some of the you know just the characteristics that you represent that you feel like you can really you know impart on them well look you know any coach will tell you that no coach has ever given a player talent Hmm. god gives them talent that's right now what you do is you make sure they don't waste their talent. Uh, 
and that's one thing you bring to the table is that you're not you're not going to be allowed to waste your talent. Mm. Uh, I'm going to make you live up to your potential. Uh, once we determine your the standard of and your potential, this is what you want to do, then I'm going to make you live up to it, and I'm going to hold you accountable for that. And then I think this I think it's very very important that um, if they leave your watch, not better men, you failed them. Mm. Because eventually, if they do not become pro football players, and even if they do become pro football players, that's their occupation. That's right. That doesn't define who you are as a man. Mm. And I've always said that. The title that you, that you hold in life, your working title, that doesn't, don't, that, don't let that define you. You're mm. going to be defined as a man, as a husband, as a father, as a community servant. I mean, those are the things that will really define you. Your career is your career, but that's not who you are. Mm. Who are you when you when you take the uniform off? Who is that guy, mm. right? And and if, and if all those things you have to deal with in life, um, if you fail in those, no one's going to. It's not going to matter about your football career. How hard is it to get that message across? Well, I I think that, that you know young people today uh, they're gatherers of information. Mm. And there's so much information out there. But I think this, young people want consistency. They want a message that is true every day. Mm. And they can see it. My message is, is visual. They see the head coach every day. They see my actions on the practice field. They see it during game time. Um, they see it all day. I'm in this building all the time, and I'm around my players. And and they see me, and, and they watch how I interact with players, coaches, um, uh, my family, when they're in the building, other people's families, they see that every day. If I don't stand, if I don't live up to the standard that I'm setting, that's a bad image. That's Mm. a bad view. And so, you know, I understand that because, you know, that's the standard I choose to live, live by. Amen. Coach Herm Edwards, our guest right now on Unpacking It, uh, now the head coach at Arizona State. And uh, we, we know him from, from ESPN, of course, as an analyst. And, and you mentioned the uh, having to put makeup on and talk football. But, but what, what do you miss most about being on TV as an analyst? Well, the impact you have in people's homes. You don't realize how many people that you're speaking to when the red light comes on. That's right. Especially when you first start. You don't realize that. And I think the thing that caught me by surprise is that you become this recognized guy for whoever you are, however people perceive you are on television. And it's kind of interesting because the first year I took the job recruiting and going and sitting in people's living rooms with, with mom and dad or sometimes grandma, whoever the guardian was, or sometimes the neighbors would even come over. Hmm. And you sit there, and 10 minutes into the conversation, the question always comes up. They say, Coach, can we ask you one question? And I say, go right ahead. They say, you know, you're just like the guy on television. <laughs> and I look at him, I go, yeah, well, that's kind of who I am. <laughs> you know, it's almost like they say, was that guy really on television? The same guy? Yeah, he's the same guy. So to me, that, that, that's a good thing for me. Oh, yeah. Because, you know, I reflect something to them, and I've had a lot of families tell me, say, Coach, the one thing we understood about you when you were on television, regardless of the subject, you, you seem to be the voice of reason. And to me, that's, that's that's quite humbling when they when they tell you that, and and then that provides that trust, and and they want their uh, their kids to to come play for you. So that, that's that's cool to hear. Coach Herm Edwards, yeah. our, our guest right now on unpacking it. Uh, so okay, so you, you get back into coaching, you get back into the college game. 
So how much did your coaching style change, if at all, going from the, the NFL, your, your last stop as a head coach, uh, and, and then heading to college? Well, the, the workload on, on the players is less, 20-hour work weeks. True. Um, because, because of the time. So you understand that. Coaches, I think when we decided to bring in the pro model, they were a little bit shocked of how less time we were going to be on the practice field. Um, because I don't believe in going after over two hours. If you're going over two hours, we're doing too much, and my feet start hurting after two hours, and <laughs> it's just, we can't do that. <laughs> but uh, I think what I learned here, 70% of your, your life you're recruiting. Mm. You're really recruiting, I mean, because that's your lifeblood. And, and the funny thing here in college, um, they get to pick you. In the NFL, you pick them. Good point. And so that's a little bit different. And, but, but, but I think, you know, at the end – it's really about your program and, and what it stands for and, and how it's run. And uh, for, for me, I, I think the thing I learned about college football is that, you know, in pro football, the, field's, the, the field is level. It, the ball's always in the middle. Hmm. In pro football, because of the, the, the way the hash marks are designed, uh, there's a wide side and a short side. Um, I learned this, too, in, in college football. There's 20 timeouts. Oh. I looked at those guys at the officials meeting. I said, there's 20 what? Timeouts. I said, these are the longest games in America. That's why these games are so long. That's why. Yep. <laughs> you guys got way too many timeouts. <laughs> no but, kidding. But, I, I, you know, there, there are certain things in college football you have to learn. It's a little bit different in pro football. But, but it's really about being prepared and, and enjoying the moment. You know, mm. football is about moment memories. And, and I've always said that. You know, there's going to be a moment and hopefully it's a good memory that you're going to capture every time you go out on that football field. That's right. Coach Herm Edwards, head coach at Arizona State, joining us here on Unpacking It. And uh, we, we love talking football on this show, but, but also uh, love talking uh, about faith and, and know that, that you're uh, a believer in, in Jesus and a follower of Jesus. And so as you look back at your faith journey, what were some of the, the tougher seasons of life that really developed your, your faith, developed your dependence on God? Well, I, I think as you, as you have this walk, and you walk by faith, not by sight, um, you realize there's going to be things to test your faith. And for me, it was very vivid. Um, you know, you live in a world that's very competitive, very, very competitive, and you've lived in that world for 30 years. And um, although you're teammates and you respect each other, uh, you can never be influenced um, in the wrong way. And, and I think when you stand as a man of faith and it's consistent, people respect you. Mm. Now, they might not all be people of faith, but they, they respect you for it. You, and, and maybe the toughest thing is that when you're in that world and it's so competitive and there's so many different things coming at you, um, you could be influenced. Um, do you make mistakes? Yeah, we make mistakes. Um, but you can't be a, a, a repeat offender, what I call it. Mm. You know, and because it's, 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 it, they, they look at you when you say you're a man of faith and they watch, people watch you. Well, how is he going to react when things are bad? Is he going to change his demeanor? What's going to come out of his mouth? Is he going to blame other people? All those things that you, you're well aware of, you can't allow that to happen. Mm. You have to be consistent. And I, and I think probably the biggest challenge for me and when I was really tested was my first year uh, with, in the, with the New York Jets when, uh, when we had 9-11 hit after our first game. And we together as a team decided um, we weren't going to play. Oh, yeah. We were going to forfeit the football game if we had to play. And that was a moment 
where, you know, you, you, you sit there and as head coach and, you know, the league's going to play. And you, uh, as I walked into my room on that Tuesday and watched those planes run into that building, I knew in my mind, I said, well, we can't play. It's time to pray. We need to come together as a country. Yeah. And I'm going to tell my football team, if you guys don't want to play, the head coach, I got your back. And regardless of what happens to me, I could have got fired. Yeah, yeah. By saying we were, I didn't really care hmm. at that point, you know. And I, I think there's times that it's always tested, but I, if you stand true to your faith, it always just it works out. It just it, it always works out. And 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 how important is it for for you as a a coach recognizing the the platform that that you have, especially with, with oh. college kids and, and mm-hmm. you know, this stage of life where they're trying to figure out what direction they're going to go in, in life. Sure. What, what's that like? Just the, the weight of that and, and the, the opportunity that, that you have. I enjoy it. Yeah, I really do. Because it makes you, it, it makes you stay consistent. It mm-hmm. really does because you have no choice. You know, if, if you decided, if you profess to be a man of faith, look, and I, I, I had one of my uh, most exciting moments here on uh, Saturday night. Uh, they had a big Catholic um, uh, fundraiser of over 800, and and both bishops were there. And to to sit there and and you know profess my faith that that was very exciting for me as a coach. You know, and uh, I think the Catholic community uh, they knew they were getting a Catholic coach, and I've never talked to those those folks. You know, I've been the football coach, but they saw the other side of the football coach. And I think that was very, very important. No, that's a, to be that that vocal and outspoken and and, and consistent. I, I love that word that, that you continue to use. Uh, it's hard to find in, in people these days. It really is. And so when people well, we'll compromise. We 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 will compromise yeah. rather than telling the truth. That's true. The, the truth always sets us free. And the last Amen. time I checked, when you tell the truth, you only have to say it one time. <laughs> you never have to chase it anymore. You never have to worry about what you said. It's been said. I love it. That's great. <laughs> Coach Herm Edwards, our, our guest right now on Unpacking It. Earlier we were talking a little bit just about your character and, and what you represent as a, as a coach. If I ask you to describe the character of God, what, what comes to mind? And in what ways has he revealed his character to you? He was a servant. Mm. <laughs> he was a servant. That's right. He humbled himself. He was a humble servant. Yeah. And, and sometimes we lose sight of that. I mean, I mean, he, he, he went to the cross for all of us. Amen. I mean, it's unbelievable. You know, and, and you think about who, who would do that? That's right. I mean, right now, if you had to do that, would you really go do that? That's right. I mean, you know, that, that's what I always tell myself. You know, I go, you know, I have this little thing that, you know, I, I, I kind of read every morning that says, Lord, uh, help me follow you as my coach. Mm. So in turn, I can faithfully coach others. Wow. So he's my coach. That's right. No, that, that's important. And, and so him as your, your coach, what, what has he been teaching you recently? We'll, we'll, we'll continue, to continue to walk in his light and in his footsteps. And, and uh, when, when you make mistakes, and obviously we do, you, you say it. You know, anytime I, I, I get out of character, um, I can remember during the practice, I got out of character a little bit with a player. And nothing, not language, but just raised my voice in a tone where I, I knew I kind of went, you know, I shouldn't have done that. And I can remember after practice, I'm the head coach. You know, the head coach can almost do what he wants. And I can remember after practice, when we came up, I called that young man up in the middle of the, in the, and brought him to me, to the middle of everybody. I said, hey, guys, I lost my composure today in practice. Mm. And I'm apologizing to this young man. 
I mean, those are the things you do. Did I have to do that? No. Hmm. But if I want my team to be a team that, that plays with poise and, and when moments of, of anxiety arise, they stay calm, then I have to stay calm, That's right. even in practice. And, uh, you know, that was a point where I could have let it go. No one would have said anything. It was the head coach or it was a coach being a coach. But it was a teaching moment. It was a teaching moment for me, and I grabbed it and said, you know what? This is where I'm going to apologize because I was out of character. That, and so, I mean, cool. when, when you get yourself in those moments, you have an opportunity to use your platform. What, what, what kind of impact did that, that have on the player and, and well, even other I players? Think it, I, I, I think that, you know, the players kind of went, well, that's why he's coach. <laughs> You know, I mean, they, they, when I do things like that anymore, I think they're almost, they're almost expecting it. Yeah. Because they say that's who, that's who our coach is. That's cool. E- even after uh, only one year with the team, they, they already yeah. they, they get it. They're buying yeah. in. Uh, and, and it's exciting to see what the, uh, the future holds for Arizona State with uh, head coach Herm Edwards in charge. And, and coach, my, uh, my final question for you today, uh, I've been asking my, my guests this recently. Uh, I'm a, a soon-to-be dad for the first time, oh. and, and so you're, oh. a, you're a father of three. So, so what kind of yeah. wisdom can you, can you share with me and our listeners today? Well, I, I'll tell you this, um, and I learned this from my good friend Tony Dungy. Uh, when he lost his son, uh, in, that, in that tragic uh, situation that took place, hmm. um, I was one of the first guys he called. I've known Tony since 1977. We came in into football together, yeah. played in all-star games together, and I coached with him on staffs when I was in Tampa and in Kansas City. And I can remember on the phone when we were talking, and it was one of the hardest days of my life when I talked to him. And, you know, I went there for, for the service. But the last thing he said, he said, Herm, he said, I'm going to just tell you this. I didn't hug him enough. Mm. Wow. So that's what I leave with you. Yeah. You can't hug him enough. You can't. Man. Because all of a sudden they grow up and you go, what just happened? Mm. I mean, my girls now are 12 and 13. My son's in his 30s. And I look at my daughters and I make sure every day I hug them. Ah, that's cool. You just can't. So don't, if you have a son, a daughter, whatever, don't take it. Early you want to hug them. It's easy. And then when you get a little older, you get caught up in because we're all pressed for time. And, and, you know, you can't hug them enough. Wow. Simple yet powerful. And, and yeah. leaves a lasting uh, impact on, on kids, for sure. No, that's encouraging to hear. Because I just think about my own parents hugging me. So, so I, uh, I yeah. definitely get that. That's, that's awesome. Well, well, Coach, man, so great to talk with you. Really appreciate your, uh, your heart and passion. And thanks for sharing that with us today on Unpacking It. Thank you, my friend. God bless you now. All right. You too. There's Coach Herm Edwards joining us here on Unpacking It. For more information about the show, our events, and other resources, visit unpackingit.com. That's U-N-P-A-C-K-I-N-I-T.com. We hope you are encouraged, inspired, and challenged by what you heard today. To support our show and Unpacking It Ministries with a financial gift, visit unpackingit.com slash donate. We look forward to unpacking sports, faith, and life with you again next week.